Thank you for joining us for the True Life Fellowship Church podcast. Here is today's message from Pastor Devon Alexander. Open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, and we're going to start in verse 1. And I want to welcome everyone worshiping with us in the building today. Thank you so much for joining us. Everyone worshiping with us on YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us today. On Facebook Live, thank you for joining us. And those of you that will participate in worship with us in our podcast, you're in your car, you're at work, you're working out, wherever the case may be, thank you for joining us today as well. In Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 1, Paul says, And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin. So God is talking to the saints of God. That's you and I. He made us alive. We were separated in our sins and trespasses in which you once walked according to the course of the world. And so you once walked in the way that the world taught you how to walk according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Don't forget where you came from. This used to be you right here. You once did these things. But look at verse 4, but God. Somebody shout, but God. God. Come on, I said somebody shout, "But but God. But God, thank God, but God, who is rich in mercy. Because of his great love with which he has loved us. God is rich in mercy. Mercy means you are going to get, you are not going to get what you deserve. He is rich in mercy and it's because of his great love. We were so unlovable and there's nothing about us that benefited God. It was by his choice to love you and I and his great love which he loved us. Look at verse 5. Even when we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together. Anytime you're sitting down, you're in a position of authority in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Verse seven, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace In his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus, for by grace you have been saved through faith and not of God, or not of yourselves, I'm sorry. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Now, we have started the year off. The Lord spoke to me early in December. I took my children to Quick Trip to get some gas. That was my only purpose was to get some gas at Quick Trip. They convinced me to go inside and get them a slushy. The the favor of God was on them because they can rarely convince me to do something that I don't want to do. They're like, come on, daddy, take us inside, get a slushy. I don't want to get a slushy. Okay, guys, let's go get a slushy. We go on the Quick Trip. We get a slushy. They are picking out the different variety of slushies. They're making a mess. I'm cleaning up behind them. They want to do it themselves. They finally get their slushy. We get in line. 
We go to the cashier. There's a man in front of us. He turns around. He looks at us and he looks forward. And then when he gets to the cashier, he says to the cashier, I got all of this. And I said, wait, 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 what's going on? He says, I got all of this. And I, I said, wait, he says, I'm paying for all of this. I said, thank you. My children said, thank you. And he said, everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. He kept saying, everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. It was great. We were saying, thank you. Thank you. Everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. And then he walks off. We go to the car. Uh, my kids are excited. My, we're talking about the favor of God. Man, look how God favored us in this moment. We spoke blessings over this individual that bought the ices and slushies. And I started the car and I drove off and the Lord spoke to me. I didn't hear an audible voice, but I heard him on the inside of me. The Lord said to me, this is not the full extent of my favor. And he said, you have diminished my favor to free slushies and good parking spaces. And that hit me. I said, oh, wow. Okay, this is not the full extent of my favor. You've diminished my favor to free slushies and good parking spaces. And I, I said, okay. And then he said something to me that uh, he hit my heart, impacted my life so very much. He said, my favor is not an accessory. My favor is a necessity. And I want to say that again, because it was powerful. My favor is not an accessory. My favor is a necessity. And then I drove off. I heard that in my heart. I got home. Once we went and ran some errands, I got home. I wrote this down. And I said, Lord, talk to me about this. And he began to talk to me about his favor. Now, understand that his favor is unfair partiality. Okay? It is preferential treatment. God's favor is going to prefer you. God's favor is going to aid you and support you. And when God favors you, it ain't fair to everybody else. God's favor on your life is not going to be fair. Matter of fact, I submit to you, God is not fair. Did you hear me? God is not fair. God is just, but he's not fair. And favor is the separation by which God shines the light on his people and you should see a distinguishing difference because of the favor of God on your life than maybe other people see in their lives because favor ain't fair. Now, you must understand that when God begins to shine the light on your life and you begin to receive the favor of God, you are going to be hated. You are going to be despised. People are not going to like you. People are going to talk bad about you. People may stab you in the back. You might lose some so-called friends. Some family members might become jealous of you. But if you're going to receive God's favor, you're going to also have to factor in all of these other things that may occur in your life. How many of you still want the favor of God? How many of you still got to have the favor of God in your life? And so I begin to do some study in Scripture, and primarily, more often than not, when you see the word grace, you can exchange that word grace for the word favor. So more often than not, you can substitute the word favor for the word grace, because grace is getting what you don't deserve. That's the same way favor is. 
Uh, grace is unmerited favor, meaning you didn't have to work for it. You can't earn it and you don't deserve it. That's the favor of God. And in this season, I heard the Lord speak to me and he said for our community, I know there's a lot of words out there and a lot of them rhyme. And Danica, I tried to get one that rhyme, but this one, she told me, Danica said, I like, I like it when it rhymes because I can memorize it, but I can't get this one to rhyme. The Lord told me that this would be a year of divine favor that we will begin to see the favor of God manifest in our life than we've ever seen before. Whatever you, and I know the last three years have been very hard for a lot of people. I believe you have been set up for such a time as this to see God's hand upon your life in miraculous ways that you have ever seen before. God's favor will be evident. God's favor will be demonstrated. You will see God's favor. It will manifest. And you're going to be able to accomplish some things in this season that you weren't able to accomplish in last season. And it's because the the favor of God is on you. How many of you would you receive that word this morning? Somebody shout, I am favored. I am and so when we see the word grace, we can exchange the word favor. And if we look in this passage of scripture, the scripture for our year is verse seven. It says that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his favor in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Now, in our midweek boost, I took the liberty to define each and every one of these pass these words in this passage of Scripture. In the ages to come simply means in the season or in the future. To come means this will happen in the future. In this season, this will happen. He, God, might show, manifest, or demonstrate by acts the exceeding or the surplus riches or the surplus of his abundance of his favor. His preferential treatment in his kindness, the word kindness here means his moral goodness or his integrity toward you and I in Christ Jesus, or you could say through salvation in Christ Jesus. So in this season, God wants to demonstrate acts of favor, acts of kindness so that you can accomplish what you cannot do on your own. The favor of God is not an accessory just so that you can say, look how good I look. The favor of God is not an accessory so you can say, oh, I wasn't planning on that happen, but you know what? That happened. No, the favor of God is going to begin to manifest in ways that you need his favor to manifest in your life. We're going to be talking about Esther later on this month, but Esther Esther had to have the favor of God in operation in her life or her whole race would have been annihilated if God didn't show forth his favor in her life. And so in this season, I believe there's some things that God has placed in your heart to do, to accomplish, whether it be simply uh, I'm ready to get married in this season. The favor of God's going to be on you. Whether it simply be I'm ready to uh, to work and start my own business so I can make an impact on humanity and I can help people, the favor of God's going to be on you in this season. God's favor is going to be evident and he's going to demonstrate it. But what are you working on? What are you doing? 
You can't sit around and eat Doritos and with a Coca-Cola and say, I'm favored, and you're not working on something. It's time for your work to manifest, and God's favor is going to cause it to manifest in your life. Somebody shout, I'm favored. I'm favored. Now, Thomas, run up this magazine here real quick. I want to I share with you. This is a magazine. Take a look here. This is a magazine that Stacy and I were featured in. Now, in this magazine, I, this is a ministry that mails this magazine out to, I heard all type of numbers. I heard of a quarter of a million people. Someone told me yesterday, a million households get this magazine all over the world. We were, we are on the cover of the Next Issues magazine. Praise God. The, the favor... The, the favor of God. But, but look how this favor manifests. And I wanted to show you this. And next week, I should have a bunch more magazines to give out to you. I asked them to send me a bunch so I can give you some magazines. And I encourage you to subscribe to this magazine. It's a really good magazine as well. But you'll be able to read our story. But let me show you how the favor manifested in this. I wasn't sitting at home eating potato chips. I had to show up somewhere. And when I showed up, someone says... We want to feature you, like literally, we want to feature you in our magazine. Oh, you do? Tell us your story. I don't know what story you want to hear, but I'll tell you a lot of stories about my life. Glory to God. You had to be ready. Then they'd be, here's a photographer. We want to take pictures. We have to be ready. When, it, when God begins to manifest his favor in your life, you better be ready for it. And you better have a yes in your spirit in that moment. Somebody say yes. yes. You better have a yes in your spirit because God wants to manifest his favor in your life. And so the Lord said this to us. He said throughout 2023, and I wrote this down, we will be a visible display of the infinite riches of his favor and kindness. And I submit to you, this is a visible display, a visible display of the infinite riches of his favor and kindness. God needs you and I to be on display so that humanity, especially broken humanity, lost humanity, can begin to see that God is still alive, that God is still real, that God is a good God, and he is and can be trusted. This is what a visible display means. It means so that you can be seen, that you can be a manifestation of his goodness on the earth, that you can be a symbol that people can point to and say, God is working in their life. Whether it be getting good grades in school and you say, how in the world? And someone asks you, how are you getting these good grades in school? You say, it's the favor of God in operation in my life. Somebody shout, I'm favored. Now, we, we, we find out here, and let's go real quick to 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 26. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 26. And I love this. It says here in 1 Samuel 2, 26, And the child Samuel grew in stature and in favor both with the Lord and men. Now, let's pause here. I want to talk a little bit about Samuel before we break down this verse. Samuel, his mother's name is Hannah. Hannah was barren. Hannah could not have any children whatsoever. And she began to believe God to have a child. And as she believed God to have a child, 
God heard her cry. God favored her and she bore, she conceived and she bore a son. Now, thank God for his favor. She had many sons and daughters after Samuel, but he was the first one. She believed God and favor was upon her and she was able to bear a child in a barren state. There is biblical precedent. If you're concerned about conceiving, if you're concerned about having babies, there is biblical precedent for God favoring you to have a baby. Glory be to God. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you shall conceive this year in the name of Jesus. Receive that if I'm talking to you. And so Samuel is a baby, but God needs a man of God on the earth because Hannah said, I am going to give Samuel, my son, away. I'm going to give him away to the Lord for all the days of his life. But, but God needs Samuel. This is interesting because Israel is coming out of a time frame in which they have corrupt judges. These judges are evil, wicked people, and God is moving away from judges. Samuel, matter of fact, is the last judge, and he, now he's ushering in a prophet and priest. Samuel became the first, one of the first prophets and, and, and priests in the land. And Samuel now is, is, Samuel is favored because Israel needs him in the earth. And so Samuel is now in the earth and he begins to grow. He begins to develop in, not just in stature, but also in favor. Now, does that mean that Samuel's going to start getting free slushies all the time? Is that what he's developing in, free slushies? Is he developing in getting good parking spaces all the time? No, he's got to develop in something greater than that. He begins to develop in favor with the Lord. Thank God that you can increase in favor with the Lord. God is so vast. He's so great that he cannot be emptied of all of the favor that he possesses. Hallelujah. We're not even scratching the surface of the favor that God wants us to possess in the earth. We have limited it to free items that we can buy on our own. And God is saying, I want you to believe me for favor that you can't even get on your own. And Samuel needed to have favor both with the Lord and men. It's important to have favor with humanity as well. Some, and I prophesy this over you, some of you are going to experience people that don't even like you, but they will begin to do things for you and they don't know why. Who will receive that? That's because of the favor of God on your life. They'll begin to do things for you and be like, I don't even like him, but I'm doing it for him. The favor of God on their life. I got to tell a little story because I want to brag about the favor of God. There was one particular time that I was treated bad by someone's husband. The husband treated me bad. I mean, stabbed me in the back. I mean, said all some wicked, evil things about me. And then I was called to be a, get interviewed on TV for a... Um, for just a, a little interview about what was going on in the land. They wanted my take on it. The, wife's, the wife of the guy that treated me bad called me to interview me to be on their show. And that's the favor of God. 
We didn't say nothing about her husband. She know what her husband did to me. We didn't say nothing about that. She just was directed from her higher upper management. Call him. And I told Stacey when I got the phone, I said, we acted like we don't know nothing. But she just asked me to be on this TV show. And you know what? That's the favor of God. And I'm going to show you, that was that so I can get a free slushie? No. Was that so I can get a good parking space? No. I'm going to show you what this favor is all about. Samuel had to grow in it. He had to develop in it. God was increasing it on his life. He had to develop in it. And how many understand that everybody didn't like Samuel? Samuel came and brought some hard words to people. Samuel was a priest and a prophet that had to strike judgment on folks. Just read the book of 1 Samuel. He was judging folks all the time because he was a judge and he also was a prophet. But he had to increase in favor with God and in man. Now, let's take a look at Luke chapter 2, verse 52. Luke chapter 2, verse 52. Watch this. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. Now, now, pause, pause. We're talking about Jesus, the Christ, the son of the living God. He increased in favor with God and men. Yes, because Jesus was also 100% human. He was 100% God, and he was 100% human all at the same time. Don't ask me how that works. It just works. He's 100% God and 100% human. And watch this. Jesus did not do anything on the earth in his divinity except get on the cross and die for you and I. He did that in his divinity. Everything he did on the earth, he did in his humanity. He was an example to you and I. Jesus says there'll be greater works than you and I will do than even he did. So Jesus is telling you, this is how you should be functioning in the earth. And how did he do it? He increased. There was more wisdom. How many want to increase in wisdom? Well, you can. There's more wisdom available to you. He increased in statue. I know many of you want to increase in statue, but guess what? You're not getting no taller. That's it for you. Now, young people are going to keep growing. My son wants to be so tall. He's going to keep growing, but there's going to be a point that he stopped, right? He also increased in favor with God and man. So I submit to you, why did Samuel increase in favor with God and man? And why did Jesus increase in favor with God and man? Why did these two people increase in favor? And is it possible to increase? And why did they increase in favor with God and man? I'm going to answer that in Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Take a look at this on your screen or open your Bibles to Romans chapter 5 and verse 17. Paul answers this question for us. Watch this. For if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Now, I want to talk about this for a moment. By one man's offense, death reigns. So this, 
we're jumping into a conversation where Paul is telling us that Adam brought sin into the, into the world, but God brought Jesus into the world to take away the penalty of our sin. And if we believe and receive Jesus, we don't have to live under the penalty or the punishment of sin anymore. And so we're jumping in this conversation where it's a contrast between Adam bringing sin and Jesus bringing life. But in this passage of Scripture, we find out here that one man's offense, Adam, separation God reigned through Adam. We were separated from God because of what Adam did. But watch this. Much more. Somebody shout, much more. Much more. Those who receive, say receive. receive. This is important. Abundance of grace. And then we said that word grace can also be the word what? Favor. So the abundance of favor, those who receive the abundance of favor and of the gift of righteousness will reign. Somebody shall reign, reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. So watch this. Those that will receive the abundance of favor. Now, back in Ephesians chapter 2, follow me. It says, for by grace you have been saved through faith. We said that we can exchange that word grace for favor. For by favor we have been saved through faith. So it, faith or favor requires faith. Favor is going to require you to believe God for it. It's going to require your faith. I just believe God that I'm walking in the favor of God. I believe God that favor goes before me and surrounds me like a shield. I'm believing God for the favor of God. Now, watch this. In this passage of scripture, he's telling us for the abundance of favor. For those that will by faith believe and receive shall have the abundance of favor and the gift of righteousness. Righteousness simply means you are in right standing with God. God is going to treat you as if you have never sinned. That's what righteousness means. God treats you, he justifies you as if you have never missed the mark, made a mistake, sinned against him. This is all a gift. Because you, you can't earn it, you don't deserve it. You are a foul, wicked person. But thank God for his grace. Amen. Amen. And his favor and his righteousness. The gift of righteousness. So if I will receive the abundance, that means I've got more than enough, favor and the gift of being in right standing with God. God's treating me as if I've never missed a mark before. I'm in right standing with him. I'm righteous, not by what I do, but by what I have believed and receive. Now, we're not talking about holiness. We're talking about righteousness. Righteousness is a position. Holiness can be, there could be some conduct to your holiness, but righteousness is all about what do you believe and receive. I believe in Jesus, therefore he's made me righteous. Hallelujah. This is good preaching. I'm preaching better than y'all saying Amen. That's good. I'm going to buy this CD myself, but we give it away, so it don't matter. All right, praise the Lord. Matter of fact, there ain't no CDs. I put a CD in my car the other day, and Zayvon said, your car still have a CD player? I said, it's time to upgrade. Praise the Lord. <laughs> the abundance of grace, say abundance. abundance. The abundance of favor and the gift of righteousness will reign in life. Now, I want to talk about this word reign. The Amplified Version tells us that we will reign as kings 
in life will reign. That word reign means to rule. It means to dominate. It means to have authority. But these two words I want to I leave you with. And I want to make an impression on you. The word reign also means to influence and to have impact. So those that will receive the abundance of favor and the gift of right standing with him will have influence and impact in this earth. Now, I want this to register with you. I want you to listen to this again when you get home. We make these available to you. They're on every available voice. God is saying that I needed Samuel to have influence and impact. So I needed him to increase in favor. God is saying I needed Jesus to have influence and impact. So I needed him to increase in favor. This is not about getting free stuff. Thank God for someone favoring you. That is, there is an aspect of favor where, where, he's, where they're favoring you and you get some free stuff. Thank God for that. But it's deeper than that. He needs you to have influence and impact in this earth. That's what the favor is for. So Jesus needed to influence more people than he ever influenced before and he needed to impact more people than he ever impacted before. He had to increase in favor. God, likewise, God wants you to influence and impact more people than you ever had before. Therefore, it is a necessity that you increase in this favor of God. You must increase in favor because you must have influence. You must increase in favor because you must have impact. And you may not have a visible stage. You may not be famous. And I submit to you, there is something ungodly to me about a desire to be famous. There's something ungodly about that. I want to be famous. Why? I just want to be famous. Matter of fact, the number one thing young people want to be today, if you Google, the number one thing they want to be, famous. What do you want to be? Famous. For what? Just to be famous. There's something ungodly about that. I just want to be famous. For what? No, you want, to make, you want to make an impact. You want to have influence. That's what, that's what you ought to want. Being famous, you can be famous for doing something stupid. You don't want to be famous for that. You want to have influence and you want to have impact. And when God told Abraham, I'll make your name great, he's saying, I'm going to give you influence and I'm going to give you impact. God wants you to have influence and impact, and you may not have this visible stage, and you may not be famous, and you may not be on TV, but you can still have influence, and you can still have impact. Come on, somebody shout, I am favored. I am favored. Now, the Lord reminded me of this, and, and as I close this message, I want to share with you real quick, I, had, I was introduced to a guy, this guy was an influential guy. And uh, um, he was at the time he was living with his girlfriend and they had they had two kids and I was introduced to him and me and this guy began to talk and he was an influential guy. And we just began to just just conversate and talk. And I began to just talk to him about getting married. You know, you may want to 
put a ring on her finger. You know, you may want to change her last name. You may want to say you want to take care of her and let your kids know that we all have the same last name. And you may want to just honor God. I begin to talk to him. Not all the time. I didn't beat him down with, with this, but a little bit, begin to talk to him. They ended up, he ended up, well, he was engaged the whole time. They was engaged for like multiple years. 10 plus years they was engaged. You know, engagement's only to plan the wedding, just to give you a heads up. Engagement's only to plan the wedding. It ain't to be engaged for 25 years. It's to, just to plan the wedding. All right, I keep it rolling. And so, I begin to talk to him. And um, he finally decided to get married. He flew me out. I was officiant of their wedding. And then I, I really talked to his fiance. I really talked, I always talked to him, really talked to her. She pulled me aside and she said, thank you for talking to my husband about marriage. I said, well, you're welcome. She says, he, if it wasn't for your influence on his life, he would have never gone through this. And that hit me like a, like a brick. Like, God wants to increase your influence, your impact in individuals' lives. Sometimes we think the masses, forget about the masses, the individuals. God wants to use you and favor you and put you in places and give you preferential treatment and give you the advantage and give you unjust partiality so that you can be an aid and a support to someone else because they see you and you become a visible display of the infinite riches of his grace and kindness and they say I'm going to do what you say do the man married the girl because I influenced him now it's the, it's the grace of God I, I understand that but God gave me favor in his life to where he saw whatever I'm saying is what I should be doing. God wants to do that in your life. I declare that you will begin to increase in favor with God and with men. Receive that. Lift up your hand and say, I receive that. I receive it. You'll begin to increase in this favor with God and men that you will have an impact in people's life. This is how you experience true life. You have been listening to the ministry of Devon Alexander, pastor of True Life Fellowship Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more information, go to our website at www.truelifefc.org. You can also support this ministry financially through our website. Thank you, and remember to love, learn, live, and lead.